0: Hey, beautiful community. I hope you're doing so well. So I'm so excited for this episode because I have the amazing opportunity to introduce my beautiful friend, Tanya Powell to you all. So I met Tanya Powell in one of my online programs last year, and we've been in touch ever since. And I'm just so inspired by her growth and expansion, especially in business. So Tanya Poundall is a manifestation and a mindset coach. She's on a mission to help others heal and to connect with their greatness so that they can live an abundant life that's deeply sourced from purpose. I know you're going to absolutely love this episode. Welcome, Tanya. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, Tanya, the pleasure is all mine. And I'm so excited just to deep dive into this conversation with you. So my podcast, True Fulfillment, is all about purpose because I believe that when we turn towards the whispers of our heart and we have the courage and the boldness to stay true to our purpose, then I feel that that is the recipe to living a fulfilled life. And when I get a new interviewee on, I love to start off with that. I love to hear your story of healing and transformation. Where were you before, and what led you and what inspired you to do the amazing work that you're doing today? I always get interviewees on that are, you know, um, entrepreneurs or philanthropists or um, are living a life that is truly aligned with them because I feel that when we speak to someone that is aligned with their purpose they activate something within us they activate a sense of urgency within us to get urgent radically urgent about life which is a great message of mine and something that i learned from my mother's passing and when i say a sense of urgency about life i don't mean to get more busy for life but to get more present to life and when i say present i mean to the whispers of our heart because i feel that when we quieten down the ego self and quieten down the conscious mind and begin to unlearn old beliefs and old tapes from social programs, we hear a more truthful voice. The truth that is aligned with our destiny and the truth that is aligned to our purpose. And so, Tenya, I love starting my podcast off with this question. So I know a little about your background, right? I I know a bit about you. I know that you used to live in the Philippines. Gorgeous country. I've been there. I used to live there. And you talk about how you were living on a resort and you were living this kind of like postcard lifestyle. So, how did you get from the Philippines <laughs> to living, living here in Melbourne? So, my story is um,
1: first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I love what you're all about and what you do and yeah you're like one of my inspirations and in like my meditation and kundalini um <laughs> awakening things like I remember like just being part of the things that you do over a year ago now it's so crazy
0: yeah is- oh wow yeah What's yeah. Over here?
1: yeah and yeah it's so beautiful to be here so I, I came from, I grew up on this small little beach in the Philippines and it's literally heaven. It's, we're the only ones in on the island and it is so beautiful. And as like time went by, my parents um, just thought it'd make sense to make it into a resort until it attracted a lot of tourists. And yeah, I grew up like connecting with all types of people from all over the world. I would just um, spend my days with like uh, children from France or from Germany, and then at night I'd be hanging out with people from mm-hmm. from Africa. And it's just like I felt uh, a huge sense of connection to like all types of people from mm-hmm. all over the world, all types of ages, and it's just been so beautiful. And it felt like the world came to me as well. It's just like I didn't have to travel so much. It really felt like all hearing everyone's stories. It was really, really nice. Mm. And yeah, moving to Australia, um, I just, my intention was to actually not stay here for so long, but I did want to get out and um, yeah, connect with more people who who are not coming to me and just, it's just been so beautiful. So I lived after that. I lived as well in Bali and a little bit in England and then, yeah, Australia as well. Yeah, I was in the hospitality industry and, um, yeah, got into resorts and um, I even went to university. I have a degree in hospitality. My spiritual journey did root from just that sense of connection, I felt, to something bigger than me and also everyone Um, but becoming a manifestation coach really came from my own journey of just discovering myself and really knowing um allowing myself to imagine a life bigger than (laughs) than I've always let myself imagine like when I first started um manifesting like all the little things um it was just like it felt so empowering to know that I had the ability to create the life that I wanted and it just simply came from cultivating the belief the thoughts in me and Bob Proctor says um, he says what you see in your mind you can hold in your hands so Mm -hmm. that I remember feeling like just A shift in my heart I'm like what what do you mean if I see in my mind I can hold it in my hands and I tested it out with little things and then I'm like wow like literally if I look past at my whole life all the results I've received is because of what I've thought and a lot of those results and a lot of those thoughts were actually limiting (laughs) limiting myself to even have more so, yeah, just my own journey of empowerment has inspired um, my manifestation coach journey. And it's been so beautiful. And so um, I'm sure you can resonate like being a guide for someone in their transformation. is just so fulfilling.
0: Oh, I love that, Tanya. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, I love it how you mentioned that your spiritual journey was triggered by just that greater knowing that you were part of something much, much greater than your own physical self. And yeah, I can so resonate with you how fulfilled you are by your work. I'm so aligned with that. The greatest gift that I can bless someone with is to reawaken them to their greatest potential. So Tanya, I'm super curious. So the Philippines is extremely isolated, right? So what inspired you to kickstart your manifestation journey like were there teachers around you? Were you in programs? Um, Did someone come through the resort and like trigger that insight within you? Kind of like, what did that look like?
1: No, nobody was really around me. It was books, Mm -hmm. like Abraham Hicks, Um, a lot of books. I just did a lot of research, Bob Proctor, Abraham Hicks, Joe Dispenza. Um, Yeah, a lot of my knowledge in that has first been books and really like, like literally treating it like a Bible. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Just finding my own, implementing it as well. Cause knowledge is only power when we implement it. So like putting in the the dedication to meditation. It was meditation yeah. that really started it all for me when I first, yeah, when I first heard about people doing amazing things. They're all talking about meditation. And I'm like, right, I'm gonna stick to this every day for. At first, I challenged myself to do it for two weeks, and then two weeks went by, and then I'm like, a month. And then maybe I was just flirting with it at first, the idea of meditation. And then yeah. I went full on when I learned that um, Abraham Hicks, this famous author, she started, sorry, Esther Hicks started channeling Abraham Hicks. Um, after nine months of meditation. So I'm
0: like, okay, done, I'm gonna do nine months. <laughs> yeah, that's so inspiring, Tenya. I can so relate to this. I'm gonna kickstart a meditation practice for nine months and it is gonna happen for me too, I love that. So Tenya, it feels like your future was kind of paved out for you, yeah? you were, You had your degree, you were working in hospitality in this beautiful resort in this location in the Philippines. So what was that transition and that mindset shift like, right? It feels like your future was paved out for you. You know, you had your degree, you were working in this resort with your family, you had a beautiful place over in the Philippines, it feels like you were quite content. And so what was that turning point like? I feel like there comes a critical time in most of us, a beautiful human's life, where we begin to look at our life and we ask those deeper questions like, who am I? Why am I here? I, I didn't sign up for a life like this. I, I feel like I'm meant for more, and it's just those powerful, deeper questions that begins to crack us open to allow the answers to begin to reveal themselves. And so, was there like a critical turning point in your life? I know there was for me. I know there is for many entrepreneurs because many of us do hear the whispers. Many of us do hear that still small voice. However. Many of us don't listen, and we just shove our dreams and goals away in a bag for later. So, talk me through what that looked like. Talk me through what that mindset shift like, and why was it worth it for you? Why follow it? Because you know, so many people don't. That's a th- that's exactly what it felt like. It was just a
1: calling, and when I became aware of my. So we all were all born with emotions, and how when I became aware of how it's actually our emotions are actually guides to our purpose i just mm-hmm. followed it and honestly at the time it didn't feel like something big it like it didn't really feel like a huge leap it just felt like i was meant to do this and i've always been doing this even mm-hmm. and just like connecting to just connecting to the yeah the truth and kind of just felt natural. I think a lot of people do ask me like, Oh, what made you take the leap? I'm like, it didn't actually feel like a leap. It just felt like coming home or like something that's actually really familiar to me. So um, yeah, that's how it started. And then I also started uh, attracting coaches and mentors who were full-time doing this for a living. And I just allowed them to be a reflection of what's possible. I think that's the biggest thing people Um, miss out on like when they see someone that they admire we usually think oh like it's only for her they're lucky or like I could never do that and a lot of like these thoughts would come up but I allowed those thoughts to just go away acknowledge them and allow them to just flow by just like how I learned in meditation and allow them the qualities I admired about them to be a reflection of what I can do too like I didn't really see yeah. a
0: difference yeah I resonate with this so deeply you said something really powerful you said that you know you you admire all these people and then instead of you know saying oh poor me like you know I can't do this I'll admire them you mentioned just to flip it and say all oh, the qualities that I love in these amazing people these amazing self-development people They're reflecting the qualities that are within me as well. I can so resonate with this. We have a tendency to do this, to put people on pedestals, right, to admire people. And I feel like this is actually a strategy that excuses us from our own greatness and excuses us from getting our own hands dirty because it does. It takes a lot of effort and energy to say yes to the greater vision for our life and to make our dreams a reality. So we'd rather just admire from afar. Yeah, so I really admire Lisa Nichols, Gabrielle Bernstein, Marianne Williamson, Marie Folio, Tom, and all these amazing people that are doing such magnificent work in the world, Tony Robbins. And I used to think to myself, oh, it's because they're born in America, or it's because they're gifted, or it's because, you know, they have something different that no one else has. And I would excuse myself from my own greatness until this massive, I remember this turning point that happened, Tanya. I was... Um, My past career is in environmental engineering. And I remember just like writing an email. It was something to do with the legislation. I don't know. I used to daydream of like doing the work that I'm doing now, of speaking, holding workshops, inspiring people to chase their goals and dreams. I used to like just daydream, but it was just a daydream, right? Until just this defining moment when this thought came into my mind. And I would always admire um, Gabrielle Bernstein because she started her career at my age. And I remember just writing this email and then a thought came into my mind and it was so powerful. It crept in under all the negativity. And the thought was, Daisy, what if you can do it too? What if you can do it too? That thought was so powerful to the point where I grabbed hold of it. I began visualizing myself really powerfully doing the work that I want to do. Two weeks after, I handed in my resignation. One positive thought has the power to change the complete trajectory of your life. Wow, I love that. I can actually
1: now remember the moment um, similar to what you just, to to your experience. And I, yeah, I was just like really reading and doing a lot of my research. And then I remember just the same feeling, like I know there's something more and I know I can do more and be more. And I just took, I remember taking a deep breath in. I was at the beach at the resort. I just took a deep breath in and I'm like, universe, just show me. Like, just show me. <laughs> yeah. Show me something. Show me I'm on the right path or like, give me someone. I don't know. I just asked for something. And just two hours later, I go into the bar and the restaurant because I was, um, yeah, I was just helping out um at the bar at the time and this um Aussie guest don't really know him he came to he we were just speaking for a moment and I didn't really tell him what I wanted to do or anything any of my aspirations but he just looked at me he's like you remind me of, of my best friend and I'm like oh who's your best friend and he's like google her and then I google her and she was like um motivational speaker spiritual entrepreneur award-winning female entrepreneur of, the, of like and like just an amazing woman and I'm like okay here's the universe showing me what's possible and what I can yeah. follow and I remember telling myself like when I get to Australia I'm gonna meet her and then actually when I first got here in early 2020 I went to one of her workshops in Sydney and it was um just an act it was very activating and yeah she was amazing and she saw something in me as well and um yeah we worked together for a few months and then
0: attracted other mentors and coaches along the way it was amazing Tenya, I love all this it's so important just to admit where we are right now here in the present and that things aren't working out and I thought life was going to be different I didn't sign up for a life like this. Like those thoughts and those, those words are like an affirmation. They're like a prayer that allow a power much, much greater than us to flow through our lives and to begin directing our lives to experiences and to to circumstances and like to the people who you connected with that will guide us to our greatness, that will guide us to the answers that we are seeking. So Tanya, I want to shift into the work that you do, specifically the transformation and the programs that you take clients through. Yeah, so just open up that. Tell us a bit more about manifestation and how you weave manifestation into your coaching programs.
1: Yeah, I am so passionate about helping people untie their own knots so that they could live life from just an empowering state. And what I do is get results (laughs) whether it's more confidence to show up in your business or um heal and reconnect to your inner child and really live from this place of freedom and similar to to you daisy i love um i'm so passionate and so fascinated with the subconscious and how that works because i know how much it's um, impacted my life just rewiring my old beliefs and being more aware of like the thoughts that have been running through my mind since I was a kid and like from there like uncovering okay what is the impact what are the empowering thoughts and what are the thoughts that have been limiting me because the process of manifestation um, starts with facing a circumstance and then we will think a certain thought about it so our circumstance equals our thoughts and our thoughts equals feelings and then our feelings equals actions and our actions equal results so going back to basics and just coming back to okay what am I thinking about this situation am I thinking I'm depressed and I'm Mm. So unhealthy and ugly? <laughs> or <laughs> am I thinking that it's okay? And um, I, I like I have a healthy body and there's a possibility of improving. Let's say it's just, it's just an example. And mm-hmm. then we can start feeling, take a step back and start feeling um a certain way towards that thought usually most of the time I think people don't realize that our thoughts aren't real like I'm sure you could you've heard of people saying that our thoughts aren't real but really they're not real the moment that we think the moment that we describe something that instantly becomes a thought a thought because nothing in this world is good or bad we only think it to be good or bad so like um, I always love using the example of like My shirt or like um, this cup, this coffee cup, (laughs) this cup is white and that would make it a circumstance because it's a fact. Like you can see it's white. I can see it's white. Mm -hmm. If other people came in this room, they can see it's white. That would make it a circumstance. But as soon as I say it's a nice white cup or it's pretty or it's ugly, that makes it a thought because I'm describing it. Yeah, yeah back to like being maybe um, somebody can think a certain way about their weight or their body. Well, it's only like that if you think it is. So yeah, being able to take take a step back and choose a more empowering thought so that we can feel a certain way towards it and create that result in our life.
0: Mm, I love the way that you explained that process. So there's a circumstance, an external circumstance that, we then perceive that a specific way and that creates a thought. Thoughts create the emotional response and then the emotional response determines how we then act. And so what I think that you're saying is that we cause our own suffering because of the way that we are perceiving that external circumstance. But I think you mentioned that the external circumstance is just neutral. It's neither good or bad. It's just the way that we are directly perceiving it and we can deflate our own suffering really by being present and aware first and foremost awareness coming back to the present and directly choosing a new perception to the external experience and that will change the trajectory of our life and the way that and our emotional state and then the way that we act feel it now like feel I'll it now
1: I'll, yeah i want to be this like empowered woman who who is earning this much a month, like, okay, well, how does she walk? How does she talk? Who does she surround herself with? What are the decisions that she makes? Does she invest in herself or does she not invest in herself? So mm-hmm. those things, those little decisions already be that woman you dream to be.
0: Yeah. I love that tenure in visualize exactly what you want for your life. And then Feel the feelings of having achieved that right now here in the present. So, so powerful. So you mentioned that you do a lot of inner child healing work, which I absolutely love. So, so powerful. So how do you actually work with the inner child and what's the importance of inner child healing and manifestation? The greatest value, and I always say this, the greatest
1: value of pursuing our dreams is not achieving the thing itself it's who we become in the process Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so who we who we are is the most important aspect of manifestation because we have to become that person who receives the things and who attracts the the lover and who attracts the the car and the house and the career we have to become that person and in order to uncover who that is we do a lot of the deep work the inner child healing like going back to who who did you want to be when you were young and like what did you like when you were at that age and that's like just so so potent because it will flow a lot easier
0: yeah so what's what's that process look like Tanya? like if you were taking someone through that Mm. well we do a lot of deep
1: meditations and also I like to do some journaling stuff um I like to just speak to that and I know you're you're familiar with this just like tapping into the subconscious part of our mind so that we do a lot of like non-dominant handwriting as well which has been so so powerful for me I remember the first time I did it I cried like a baby because I didn't realize how much I've neglected. the thoughts and the desires and the needs of yeah, little little Tanya. So right. it was really fascinating to uncover that.
0: Yeah, so powerful. For those of you that are listening, non-dominant handwriting is the handwriting of the subconscious mind. So when we write with our dominant hand, so for me that's left. For most people that's right. We're tapping into our conscious mind. Um the 10% that's kind of poking out of the water, that iceberg. And when we write with our non-dominant hand, we tap into the subconscious, that area of the deep blue, that ninety percent that we can't see, and um, there's a deep, deep connection with the subconscious mind and the inner child. You yeah, know. It's so it's so touching.
1: It's so touching. You'll see, like <laughs> it's all ugly and <laughs> and just it's funny, but it's so beautiful to see the answers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Tanya, we've just got a few minutes left. Um, I'd love for you to share with the audience about how people can connect and how people can contact you.
1: Yeah, so Instagram is the best way to connect with me. It's at Tanya Pow. So that's T-A-N-I-A-P-O-W on Instagram. And I also host Clubhouse Rooms every week. Clubhouse is a um, audio drop-in social media platforms so instead of feeds we have hallways and inside the hallways there's live rooms it's like podcasting so if you're listening to this right now it's something like that except you can actually go and speak to the podcasters it's so beautiful so I love um, connecting with people in that way and yeah so on Instagram you can find a link to my website which is just my name tanyapanel.com and that's dot com, And then you can reach out to me there. You can book a call with me if you want to, if there's something you're interested in, it's also in the website. So, yes. So my programs are, start with three months and then we can go on to four months or even six months. Um, I work with people from all over the world and it's, so fulfilling and it would be an honor to hold space for you if you're listening and
0: you find that calling in you awesome Tanya. thank you so much for sharing your contact details i just have one more question and that is what is a spiritual book what is a book that has touched your life
1: yeah so something we've we spoke a lot about today is um abraham hick so the book that I highly recommend is called Ask and it is given by Abraham Hicks so if you're just starting on your spiritual journey you don't really know what manifestation is that's the book to go to and yeah you'll really love it if you're into if you're into empowering yourself and yeah just starting your spiritual path
0: awesome so that was abraham hicks ask and it is given i actually haven't read that i have heard of it i heard it's amazing and all that information is going to be all in the show notes as well as your contact information Tenya, it's been an absolute pleasure and an honor, sister. And I find you so inspiring. And I can't wait to see all the amazing, beautiful things in life that you will continue to create. Tenya, keep inspiring, keep expanding, keep growing. And thank you for taking this journey with me. Oh, thank you so much.